seven blessings of the meek. Seven blessings of the meek. But let's go back and um, kind of review just a little bit here so we're all on the same page. Meekness is not weakness, but power under perfect control. Say that. Meekness is not weakness, but power under perfect control. Meekness makes you careful and controlled in difficult circumstances. How many have had any difficult circumstances? How many foresee maybe a few difficult circumstances? Well, then you're going to be ready. Amen? An individual who possesses the fruit of meekness knows how to control his flesh and emotions. In the Hebrew, it means to descend voluntarily to the level regarded as lower of the person one is dealing with means to be graciously willing to do something regarded as beneath one's dignity. How many have ever done something that you thought was beneath one's dignity? Take out the garbage, Brian, or anything like that? You do? Okay. Jesus, in reference in Philippians, it says, but he, he was stripped, he stripped himself of all privileges and rightful dignity. There you go. So as to assume the guise of a servant in that he became like man and was born a human being. In the Greek, it's defined as a person who's patient. How many of you could be more patient? A person who's patient and slow to respond in anger or a strong-willed person who's learned to submit his will to a higher authority. That's where we're all at right now. We want to submit our will to a higher authority. Meekness must be sought after, we found out last week. It should be displayed by all believers. It's a fruit of the Spirit. It should be put on daily. We clothe ourselves with meekness. which should be pursued. It should be used when being opposed. It should be demonstrated and must be used in receiving the truth. Another um, way to describe meekness is gentleness, humility, controlled strength, and self-discipline. Now, let's go on. Look at, we're going to go through Psalms quickly. Then we're going to pray. Psalm 22, as you, as you notice, there's a woman in the back. Lazarus has, has arisen. Amen. Did you notice that? There's that lady back there we prayed for. Prayer works, folks. Thank God for good doctors and surgeons, but thank God for Jesus. Seven blessings of the meek. The first one is found in Psalm 22. Psalm 22, verse 26. Many in the King James, New King James especially, is translated instead of meek, it's poor. That's, that's a poor translation. But in King James, it's the meek shall eat and be satisfied. Psalm 22, verse 26. The meek shall eat and be satisfied those who seek him will praise the Lord, let your heart live forever. The meek shall eat and be satisfied. Now, that word in the Hebrew means to be filled to satisfaction. To be filled to satisfaction, it means to supply abundantly. Now, we're talking about you and I. To supply abundantly, that's what God does for his people. Then it also is used in, how many of you have heard this phrase, seven years of great plenty? Where's that come from? Joseph in Genesis, seven years of great plenty. So our God is able to give his people years of great plenty. Here's another one in Job. It says Job at the end of Job was 
full of days. Say full of days. See, Job was not satisfied and he wanted to live longer. And it says he was full of days. That's what this word insatisfied means in the Hebrew. Then fullness of joy that we find in God's presence. So one of the first blessings of the meek is satisfaction. The second one, look at Psalm 25 over a page. Psalm 25, verse 8. It says, good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, he teaches sinners in the way. The humble, that's what it says in the New King James, are the humble, are the meek, he guides in justice, and the meek, he teaches his way. The meek are the humble, he guides in justice, and the meek, he teaches his way. Now, look over at Psalm 32, and this will answer that, because this is what many Christians are like, but we need to realize that our God will guide us, give us guidance, and he'll give us knowledge. And here in Psalms 32, verse 8, it says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. That's the promise. But verse 9, do not be like the horse or like the mule. Why, why do you, what's a horse or a mule especially can be what? Stubborn. Do not be like the horse or like the mule, which has no understanding, which must be harnessed with the bit and bridle, else they will not come near you. So God is is willing to and ready and willing to guide us and, and to lead us into truth and to teach us and pour out knowledge upon us. But we have to be humble and meek and receive it. So in the days ahead, we need to be more humble. We need to be more meek and allow God to lead and guide us. I think there's very many in Washington, D.C. I listened to um, oh, Ted Cruz today. I go through and I'm on YouTube for news, and he, he was interviewing one of Biden's secretaries who was basically in charge of the, the border. That man was in the hot seat. He grilled him and grilled him and grilled him. But how pathetic was this man who's called a secretary? And I can't use the language. I'd love to tell you what he said. You can go on and listen. Did you listen to it? It's, it rang true. And uh, but Washington, D.C. is full of people that do not want to be taught in the state capital they don't want to be led they don't want more knowledge they don't want to be informed they know it all and god can't lead a people like that but that's not the way it is for you and i amen third thing psalm 37 go to psalm 37 verse 11 so the first one blessing is satisfaction the second one is guidance and judgment and the knowledge of god the third one is meek people inherit the earth. In fact, you see that in blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Matthew 5, verse 5. But in Psalm 37, verse 11, it says, but the meek shall inherit the earth and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. How many of you ever inherited anything? It's a wonderful thing, isn't it? 
But here it says the humble, the meek shall inherit the earth and shall delight themselves in the abundance of the of peace. Proverbs 2.21 says for the upright will dwell in the land and the blameless will remain in it. But the wicked will be cut off from the earth and the unfaithful will be uprooted from it. Now that's that's encouraging in this hour, isn't it? The wicked will be cut off from the earth but the and the unfaithful will be uprooted from it. But the meek shall inherit the earth. You know, you go back to Genesis in chapter 1. God gave man this planet. And we are to have dominion over it and subdue it. And, of course, Adam and Eve screwed up, but because of Jesus Christ, we have authority again. Amen? Now, number four, the next blessing of meekness. Look at Psalm 76. Psalm 76 and verse 7. Psalm 76 and verse 7. I can find it here. It says, you, you, you yourself are to be feared and who may stand in your presence when once you are angry. You cause judgment to be heard from heaven. The earth feared and was still when God arose to judgment to deliver all the oppressed of the earth. One translation says, when God arose to judgment to save all. All the meek of the earth. Psalm 149 forces for the Lord takes pleasure in his people. He will beautify the meek with salvation. So if we as meek people, humble people, gentle people, we have salvation in the Hebrew. It means to help. It means to deliver. It means to defend. It means to rescue all those apply to you and I, the meek of the Lord. Number five, look at Psalm 147. Psalm 147 and verse 6. These are all the blessings that you and I can partake of because we are meek, or we're supposed to be meek. Psalm 147 and verse 6. It says, the Lord lifts up the what? The humble, or the Lord lifts up the meek, and he casts the wicked down to the ground. So what's coming in the days ahead? We're, we're going up. And they're going down. One translation says, God puts the fallen on their feet again and pushes the wicked into the ditch. Amen to that. Look at Isaiah 29. Isaiah 29. I'm just going through these quickly. Because I do want to pray tonight. Isaiah 29 and verse 19. I've given you this because we, we talked about joy here a few weeks ago. But here's another blessing that the meek can experience. In Isaiah 29, verse 19, it says, The humble or the meek shall increase their what? Joy in the Lord, and the poor among men shall rejoice. So the meek shall also increase their joy in the Lord. So you and I can expect increased joy. Amen? Now, one more. Look at uh, Galatians chapter 6. Galatians 6. Galatians chapter 6, and look at verse 1, then I'm going to read it to you. From the message translation, the final blessing, the seventh blessing of of meekness or a meek individual is restoration or be able to restore or bless others. And in Galatians 6 and verse 1, it says, Brethren, if a man is overtaken or caught in any trespass, 
You who are what? Spiritual. What's the next word? Restore such a one in a spirit of what? Gentleness, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. The Message Bible says it this way. If someone falls into sin, forgivingly restore him, saving your critical comments for yourself. I like that. If someone falls into sin, forgivingly restore him, save your critical comments for yourself. You might be needing forgiveness before the day's out. Isn't that good? Stoop down, reach out to those who are oppressed, share their burdens, and so complete Christ's law. If you think you're too good for that, you are badly deceived. So a meek individual is going to be an individual that's able to minister to other people on and, and not come at him with an elitist attitude or I'm better than you, but you're going to be sensitive, you're going to be patient, you're going to be gentle, and your goal is to restore that person. We're going we're gonna to have to do that in the days ahead because there's a lot of people who need to be restored in the church. <laughs> then there's people that need Jesus in the world. So we're all going to have to guard something. What do you think we got to guard? Our heart? What else? Mind, what else? Our mouth, who said mouth? Mouthy back there said mouth. We're going to have to guard our tongue. Because we're all of us have an opinion. My family's full of people with opinions. But we're going to have to really be careful and be sensitive to other people in the days ahead. Amen. Let's be known as Harvest Church where people are accepted, loved, forgiven, encouraged, Amen. And restored. Let's stand up tonight. Now, next week, and uh, this will probably be the end for meekness, but I'm going to go through the Bible and give you some examples of meekness. Who, who's the most meek individual on the face of the earth? You can turn that off. He's going to play. Who? Who's the meekest individual, according to Scripture? Moses. Remember? Moses. And so we're going to go through and we're going to look through some Bible characters. Amen.